Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Good morning, good morning, good morning, family. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hopefully you guys can hear me okay. We were there and live and it went on and done the prayer. So, Good morning, good morning, good morning to you, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. This is Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that is for you to start winning with life, money, and business. I'm so grateful to be here on today as we're going to be talking about how to get to the right side of money. We actually had gone all the way through into the prayer, and what I'd like to do on today is I want you to uh, turn to the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. I want us to really understand that everything that we have ever experienced in life is as a result of a seed. We are living the fruit of the tree, so whatever is there. And what we want to do is learn how to go backwards so we can go forward and begin to really take note of seeds, people in our lives that sow seeds, and we have the choice as to what fruit we decide to bear. And, and I want you to hold that thought as we go to the Lord together. I don't think that the prayer that we, we did, oh, my gosh, it was such a powerful prayer. But, Lord, I am just, let's, let's go to the Lord together today because this one is so important. We have to open up our hearts and our minds so that we could really wrap our minds around the simplistic principles that God has given us to be immensely successful we thank you, dear Lord, for this day that you've made, and we're glad to rejoice. We're here in the land of living, Heavenly Father. We are so honored to be able to be able to serve you just another day. Words can't describe how grateful that I am to be able to uh, just be a messenger of your word. But I need your Holy Spirit because I'm nothing without you. Holy Spirit, have your way here at Power Start Your Day and give us the right words so that we can go to the right side of money so we can live within our rights of abundance. No, we know it's not only about money. It's about the exchanges that we make each and every day. Let them be intentional. Let us no longer wither away our days with unintentional acts unintentional interchanging and exchanges with people straight away that we may be able to not only be looking for who can add value to us, but how we can add value to others, that we may be fruitful and multiply at all times. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
So I want us to go to the book of Luke, uh, chapter 6, verses 43 through 45, and we're going to be talking about the tree and the fruit. And I want you to know something, that everything that you've ever experienced in life, everything that you've learned in life, has had people as one of the trees of the influence. You've been influenced by people. And most of us influence more by people than we even are by God. And so I want us to read Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45, and I need you to write this scripture down and go back and read it yourself. And not apply it just to one thing in your life, but to everything in your life, every area of your life, I want you to apply this scripture. It says, for a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from, from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Now, on the last episode, we we talked about the inner dialogue of our mind, our inner coach that we have in what do we say to ourselves. And on today, we want to talk about where that inner dialogue comes from. When I say there's nothing wrong with you, I I absolutely mean it. Even the people that do things that you would say wrong, right? There's nothing wrong with you, but you might do things wrong. That means that we have to be open to the word of God. We're in 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that the scripture was breathed out by God for us to have profitable be profitable for teaching and reproof and for correction and for training in righteousness. So when we start thinking about if we start doing things the right way, we can be profitable. Now, I want us to take a, a, a quick look at the five people that are closest in your life And I want you to ask yourself a few questions. Now, not only what do they add to you, but I want to ask you the flip question. Because I told you in my post, I said, I'm going to ask you this differently than you ever heard. I know that we've talked about, hey, the five closest people, your life shapes that. Your life looks like the five closest people. If you, you've heard this before, hey, you got five broke people, you're going to be the six or whatever. But what if you flip the script and start to say, what are you adding to increase value in the people, the five closest people to you? How do you add value? 
play the labeling game and think about what someone should do for you. But what about you stepping up to be the leader and say, I'm not talking about only giving someone money. I totally really don't believe in that. I really believe in, when you talk about philanthropy, I said, I'm going to do a video on, you know, some challenges that uh, poor people might have with rich people and rich people have with poor people. And one of the things is, is that people think that just because you have more, you owe them something. Uh, absolutely not. And then rich people might say, you know what, there's a lot of opportunities out here that people don't take. Um, who's right, who's wrong, it depends on who's saying it and when. What I'm talking about is you, because you cannot control other people, even though you've allowed other people to control how you think, what you think, what you do. More than what you allow God to. You can't say that's not true, because there's no way that we could still say that we're down, depressed, what have you, where God says that pretty much drive out the fear or that he's there for you. He says all these things to us, but we will allow the fruit from a seed or something that someone has sown into us from years ago. How we view money, how we view people, how we view ourselves, you've allowed people to have a higher influence in your life than God. And so I want you to take a look at the five closest people to you and have you written their names down. And I want to know what do you add to them? What are you adding to them? Do you know that even you pushing through your pain, pursuing your purpose, can add value to someone that's closest to you because they're watching? Sure, I'm going to go there on how you've allowed them to have influence on you, but I want to first start from a place where leaders start. When you go into the right side of money, you have to become a leader, and you can first become a leader by first leading yourself. What do you bring to the table? So sure, personal development is necessary so you can add value, but I'm telling you, personal development alone is not enough to be rich. It's what you do with the personal development. How much personal development have you gotten that you have not done much with? Things that you know how to do, you won't do, but you keep seeking how to do what you don't know how to do, so you have an excuse for not doing. How often does that happen? If we were to flip and we were to easily go to the outside and say, what have they done for me lately? Have you looked at that? What have you remember, Janet Jackson? What have you done for me lately? The question is, what have you done lately for others? Is there real consideration for a relationship with you? Before you can first start looking at what has someone done for you or not done for you, you first have to be a person of value where you can demand that there's always an exchange. I'm going to say that one more time. 
you first have to become a, va- a person of value so you can demand the exchange. So I, I want, I want, this is one of the, this is one of the reasons um, many people, I'm going to kind of go off on a tangent a little bit. Many people have a challenge if they're building a business asking for the money. This is one of the reasons people say, I have a problem with closing. You don't have a problem with closing. Most of the time, it's a problem with relationships. Most of the time, it's a problem with relationships. I have done enough tests on this to know this to be true. And especially, it's the stuff that you believe nobody else knows about, and you haven't been able to override that part that even the relationship that you're having with this prospect for a a period of time, you don't even know how to not intertwine the relationships you've had with people for a long period of time. Because there couldn't be the conversation when you start talking to this prospect and now you believe in that you're not bringing value to them, so you feel guilty to ask for value back in exchange for value back, which is their money. But when you now start adding value to people on a regular basis, on a consistent basis, and you now become the person of value, you have an easier time of demanding that the people around you also have value. And then now it becomes an exchange. No one feels bad. No one feels any kind of way when there is what everyone considers an equal or higher exchange. Because I have applied so much of what I've learned in life and personal development, professional development, whatever, typically whatever I am offering many a times, what I'm offering has a higher value than what the person is investing. And I say investments. There's no one spending money with me. Ever in exchange, it's an investment that I myself know that I am bringing high value that you're going to either meet or well exceed the investment. So I have no problem asking for money. If you build up yourself and start to look around and say, you know what, I can start practicing by adding value to the people around me so that now when I get out there in the streets, I, can, I know that I am of value. And that does not change no matter what room you're in, no matter who you're talking to. It's just who you are. But we first have to now address the people that we've allowed to have a higher influence over us than God. Why do I believe I add value? Not just because of the personal development, because God said I was value. He said that when it was done, it was good. Now, if God said it's good, that says it. So if he says it's good, I want to do good things to what God says is good. So now it becomes natural that I want to learn more about who said I'm good versus focus on who said I wasn't, which is why most people deal with rejection. And they can't get to the right side of money because they can't get inside of the right They can't get to the right side of their mind. You get to the right side of your mind 
getting to the right side of money becomes much easier and simpler and definitely safer. You don't feel like you're going into a danger zone. You're going into your zone. You're going into where you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be broken, broken. I don't believe that. No way. No way. Because we don't even have a poverty issue. We have a distribution issue. And so what the distribution issue is, people not having access, and then or they're not assessing what they have access to, and then they take no action to what they have given access to. There are many people, you can go back and you can listen to Power Start Your Day at this today. We're at 1,092 episodes. There's no way out of 1,092 times that if you applied what you've heard 1,092 times, not what Nicola says, but what God says about you, because that's what Nicola comes to say. God is the one who put me in position to be named Dame Nicola, which means just because I literally ride or die for God's people because I ride or die for God. Because if you are 100% down with what God says about you, there's no place that you're going but up. So anytime you're around people who try to strip that part of you, beware. Eventually you're going down. So now when we start to think about those five people you hang around, and I want you to now address them because you don't have the right to address or assess them before you address and assess yourself. What if you did everything that way? Who would life be? What kind of different decisions would you make around the people you spend the most time with? And now we're going to start having this thing about the five people. Now we're going to flip it back again, okay, because there there got to be an exchange. If you're around a bunch of people and there's never just an exchange, I mean, sometimes, you know, you might say, well, you know, I'm around my mom, my grandma, whatever, and, you know, they, they, you know, they don't have money. That is not the biggest exchange. Oh, my gosh, the, the, um, the wisdom of the people who got on the right side of their mind And have made it through and be able to share with you the wisdom, things that they know. They'll admit some things they probably could have done differently, but what they would have done instead. That wisdom is worth more than diamonds and definitely gold. But how many other people are you time with that when you have conversation, you would say that the exchange is wisdom? After the conversation, was was anything touched about how far you can go, where you should be going, what you might should not be doing? How many conversations are those? No, some people like to only hang around folks that be agreeing with mess. How far is that taking you? Be courageous enough to be in a crowd call you on your stuff, be courageous enough to be in a crowd that literally will say, you know what, let's uplift each other and hold you accountable. I, for the life of me, there is, um, in one of my businesses, there is a call, an accountability call 
that um, I set up the platform. I pay for the Zoom and everything. And all people have to get on there is, is be accountable that they're actually taking themselves closer to where they said they wanted to be every day. And many people, it's free. They have access to it, but they don't assess the value of it, so they don't think it's an exchange and they miss out. And I even understanding that even being in an environment where people are going somewhere, eventually you will too. And I spent a lot of time in the recent months of not only assessing and addressing myself, but to say, you know what? Last year you brought this type of value. The year before this you brought, but what other value are you bringing? And so literally the, the, the pandemic did, um, I always looked at what was the good. If God is in it, there has to be some good. We know that there are a lot of losses, but there are a lot of gains. And I begin now to say, wait a minute, I had a few opportunities to do something with money. I said, no, God, what would you do with this money? And so I began to do some other types of investments, a little bit different, which means that the risk, I took risk, and I got to own the risk if you want to own the reward in, in investments. You got to own the risk, too. Some people only want to be up when it's up, and even with people. They only want to be up with people if they think the people up. Those are groupies. Those are not real friends. Those are groupies. That's why even on my vision board, I talk about, you know, um, real friends. I put that on the vision board. Real friends. Who are those? Very few people don't even have pictures on that area because they realize, oh, my mercy, wait a minute. It's, it's someone that you have no doubt in your mind um, that they'll be up or down with you. They'll, they're good with you if you're winning, but if you're not, they're still good with you because you're good, because you're a person of value. It's a value on you only because you have money. I can't tell you. Those who go, oh, she's a millionaire. It's a turnoff, honestly, for most wealthy people. It's a turnoff because they're a person. They start being treated like a, a, a um, either they're either inspired, they inspire people, or people are intimidated by them, and it's like, come on. Is this a person that probably did what you just wouldn't do, what you could do? What if we were to think like that and we put some respect on it, not that you're super casual about it, but you still put some respect and honor on it, but not put them as deity, right? But back to the regularly scheduled show on the idea of the exchange. How are you always looking for what you're unwilling to give? We first talking about the relationships, then we're going to move into that's the same relationship you have with money. Your eyes are going to be open to where now you'd even expect, if you're in a business, you expect your prospective customers to give you their money and you didn't even invest time to be of value to them, but you want their money. And you want to trick them into it only with the script that you don't believe in, and you want them to invest money with you. Now, if you – as we talked about the people you hang around, but the person you're around the most is yourself. This is going to have you become one on it. You're looking at the people in your life before you look at the person that runs your life, which is you. 
God gave you life, but you run your life. Not what happened to you is running your life, only if you chose to. You're choosing that too. So you're still the one running your life. But you want people to invest with you, but you don't invest in yourself. How does that work? I tell you how it works. It keeps you on eggshells. It keeps you believing that you're not enough. It keeps you believing you're not a person of value. And then this just takes way longer for you to get on the right side of money. But if you were to use the word, like in the book of Second Timothy, and allow the word of God to go ahead and, and correct you and put you in place, you will become the tree that bears good fruit. And when you know that you're a tree that bears good fruit, you're okay with being paid your value. You're okay with being paid what you're worth. In fact, you actually know that whatever the person is investing or paying you is less than what they're getting. Because you know you're a person of value, so the exchange is easy. It's simple. Literally, I have you know, we're coming up with open enrollment and we're identifying with, you know, and I'm, I'm really more assessing, hey, I wonder what, what is this going to be looking like, this Pink Millionaire Club this year. And more importantly, because I know that over the time of the pandemic, I have been able to discover some things that are super high value. And I said, Lord, ask, seeking, and knocking. I have been doing so while people were whining and wondering, you know, um, whining and wondering and wailing about what's happening. I was ask, seeking, and knocking. And boy, did he open up some doors that I'm going to deliver such a high value. I was looking at, you know, some of the things that some of our students have accomplished recently and knowing that that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's going to be dropped. And what you need to do is say, okay, I got to make sure. And maybe I don't say you don't need to do it if you want to. You don't have to because you've been doing what you want to do all along. It's just about is that what you want to keep getting as a result? If you now stop thinking about the tree that you come from, which God says that we come from him. So if we start acting like that, it'll be a lot differently instead of we acting like where we only came from because we want to blame our parents, who did something to us, the man, the woman, the whoever, the folk. We start forgetting the original tree, and then now you start forgetting also you as now you become the tree. If God is a tree, you are too. You work on you and work on becoming of higher value. Side of money becomes easy. There's no way we come from God and we bear fruit. But we can decide to be. So anything in your life that you're saying is rotten fruit or things I don't want in my life, you have to understand you chose it. I think it just showed up. No. No, 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 no. We got two sides of the mind, the good and the bad. 
and they're working at all times and determine about who you're becoming to be as a person and who you spend the most time with as people will determine what side you spend the most time with. And you ask the question after you hanging out with certain people, conversating with certain people, is conversating a word? I don't know. Having conversations with certain people, I don't care if it's not a word. You know what I'm saying. Let's say, what is the exchange? Not only what you're getting, but what are you giving? Game changer. Game changer. You're going to stop only searching for free, and you're going to start now working towards freedom. Take care.